it's Dr. Laura Heap here and welcome to Five to Thrive. Today we are going to begin a little series on titrating your supernormal stimuli use to a healthy level for your brain. Now in our group meeting I mentioned how supernormal stimuli really trip a massive amount of dopamine that overwhelms the brain. And this is a problem because when we get that flood of dopamine it binds to all these receptors on the neurons and the percentage of receptors that it occupies is very large compared to the percentage of receptors that a natural reward will occupy in the brain. And this is a problem because when dopamine binds to the receptors, the neuron brings those receptors into the cell and that is what activates the nerve and causes the the action potential to happen. But after those dopamine receptors are brought into the cell and they activate the nerve, they actually have to be within the nerve cell, reset, rebuilt, and then put back out on the surface of the neuron. When you're talking about natural rewards and normal levels of dopamine that we get during the day that give us that kind of like, yay, small little wee in the brain, well, those natural rewards are only binding a small percentage of the dopamine receptor and therefore we always have dopamine receptors on the surface of the brain ready and waiting in order to give us that little yay uh, throughout the day as we're accomplishing things and you know doing things that are good for us in contrast the supernormal stimuli because they occupy such a large percentage of those receptors and those are brought into the nerve cell and then they need to be reset well we start lacking dopamine receptors that can even give us a little yay in the aftermath of the supernormal stimuli use and on top of that if we flood the dopamine receptors on a regular basis with these supernormal levels the brain can never kind of reach a steady state of dopamine receptors and they begin down regulating on the surface of the nerve cells and therefore that equals that increasing funk that we experience over time. So we really want to try and figure out how do we down regulate the amount of supernormal stimuli that we're using and how do we do that because these things are so appealing to us. So before we do that and actually work on that, I want you guys to compile a list that is kind of a fallback or a fail safe for you to gravitate towards when you want to reach for a supernormal stimuli, well, let's shift that to grabbing at a simple natural reward. Now you can do this by formulating a substitution list that I like to call it. And so if you grab a piece of paper, we want to put three columns on the piece of paper. The first column is five to 10 minutes. The second column is around 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And the third column would be one hour plus. And we're looking for non-screen based uh, things that you can do that would be an easy and nice substitute for some of the screen-based time that you do for brain breaks or just for recreation that are you know, giving us that super normal level of dopamine. And we want to replace that with more natural levels that are better for our brains. And so in the five five to 10 minute column, some ideas would just be fun things like word puzzles, Sudoku. Maybe you could purchase a joke book and I'm saying a book and not on your phone because that's important or short stories or possibly articles that are interesting to you that you would like to 
look at or read. Uh, other things would be five minute things that you could do that would give you a sense of accomplishment. So we all have little things that we want to do around our house or around our at our desk, you know, organizing your desk or organizing a space in your apartment. That could be something that you do in five minutes and it's just like I'm going to knock it off and you feel great because you accomplished something and you're getting things off your to-do list. Uh, other things could be writing a brief handwritten note to a friend that you could mail later. There's not really enough time to make a phone call in a five to 10 minute block. Now though, when we get to the 30 minute column, that is definitely an option. So maybe you want to make a list of the people that you want to actually pick up the phone and call or FaceTime and you can rotate through them. When you know you want to grab your phone, you want a little break, and so you're going to go on social media, well, let's substitute that in for real human interaction and connection. Other things would just be longer to-do list items or more reading or more time spent on the brain games or things, or take time to do a spiritual exercise and meditate, get outside. You could do a mini workout. You know, all of these things could be done in that 30-minute time frame, or maybe we need to explore non-screen-based hobbies that can be done in a 30 to 45 minute block and you can make progress on them. Now then, when we get into the one hour plus, these needs to be planned probably in your day, but let's say you're exhausted after an exam or, you know, a challenging zone of your week and you really need a break. Well, we need a list of one hour plus things that you really want to be doing so that your default is not binge watching TV or gaming for a couple of hours. Like what could you do that would be exciting and fun? And so these could be go pursue or make progress on big picture life list goals or get together with friends and do something new and novel without your phones. Plan a picnic, enjoy cooking and taking the time to make a a wonderful meal and maybe share it with your friends. Do some non-digital based hobbies, uh, creative things, music based things, or let yourself read something that you're highly interested in and learn something just for fun. So all of these could be possibilities. If you're recognizing the fact that there's a lot of overlap here with some of the refuel with positivity or positive emotion, there is. But this is a great little setup as a substitution list because we've got the five to 10 minute category, the 30 minute category and the hour plus options. Now, after you complete your list, you need to figure out where you're going to display it and make sure you have everything you need in order to make these things possible when you need them as a substitution. And then on top of that, if you can plan to put a sticky on your phone during time frames that you're going to try and make the substitution happen. And on that sticky, you may want to just say first natural rewards. Look at your list just as a reminder so that that impulse doesn't auto pilot you towards supernormal stimuli use and you start making that shift towards natural rewards on a regular basis. So display this around you, keep it on you. And next up, we're going to talk about monitoring your symptoms with regards to the funk and trying to figure figure out what level of supernormal stimuli use is possible for me to avoid funk symptoms, be plugged into our world because it's impossible to get rid of it completely, but we want to find that steady state that is healthy for you. 